Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bridgetown Daily for Thursday, May 14th. John Mark Comer here, but I am just here to tee up and introduce you to our special guest on Thursdays, as most of you intuit. We have a guest post from somebody that we're friends with or is in kind of our family of church relationships. And today's guest is my dear friend, Strawn. I just want to introduce him because he's not yet come to visit our church. Strawn and I met... um, have you ever met somebody and it was just like kindred spirit? I mean, just right from the first meeting, you're like, I like this person. C.S. Lewis said the essence of friendship is you two. And uh, Strom was like that for me. On a trip down to New Zealand with my son, we spent, we've only, I've only hung out with him one time, but we were together for almost a week straight. And it was just a fast friendship kindred spirit. Strawn is a singer-songwriter. You can find all of his music on Apple Music or Spotify. He's also a poet and a retreat leader, and we were just in the process of scheduling for him to come visit and lead a silent retreat at Mount Angel Abbey for our church, but all of that is on hold, at least for a while. In the meantime, here is my dear friend Strawn, all the way from New Zealand. Well, kia ora, Bridgetown Fano, all the way from Aotearoa, New Zealand. My name is Strawn from Commoners Communion, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you on the Bridgetown Daily Podcast today. Let me just start by saying that it is a real honor to be sharing with you guys your community, your hunger, your desire to be truly transformed and shaped into Jesus, to live a life that really looks and smells and tastes and sounds like Jesus has been a real inspiration not only to myself, but my church community at Central Vineyard. And also last year in early 2019, John Mark came over, quickly became a friend and has really kind of set a fire in us for spiritual formation and the practices of Jesus walking alongside our worship. So thank you so much for inspiring us here all the way in the corner of the world. Well, what I want to share with you today, hopefully, is just a little word of encouragement about embracing new beginnings. For a long time, the Hebrews had a tradition called the Law of First Mentions. And in the Law of First Mentions, it's very simple and quite self-explanatory. It goes like this. The first time anything is mentioned in Scripture becomes prototypical for how you are to understand that uh, theology or person or ideal or word for the rest of biblical history. And so when it comes to who is God and what do we know about God and what is he like as being people made in his image, we can go back to Genesis 1 and read what we first discover of him there. And of course, there is the famous opening, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. The very first thing we discover about God is that He is creative, that He is a creator. 
God looks at an expanse as his spirit is hovering over the waters and his imagination is alive and he is practicing in his mind these colors and then he speaks and out of his mouth comes words and because he is life, he creates and cosmic alignment begins to take place and things are separated and and there's movement and sound and God creates it and he looks at it and he says, man, that is good. God formed cosmos out of chaos, out of nothing. A number of years ago, I was had been spending a lot of my life, I'm a musician by trade, had been for a long time. And for about seven years, my wife and I and our kids, we would travel the world and share the stories of Jesus and his love, mostly over tables and in bars and cafes in Germany and America and Asia and Australia. And, and we've been doing this for some time when all of a sudden I came down really sick and like really sick as in I, out of about a two year or two and a half year period, I spent 13 months in bed, not even able to watch Netflix or read books. I was that crook. And we spent thousands of dollars on medicine and doctors and nobody could figure out what was going on. I was breaking down. And what happened in that process as I kind of slowly lost my work and after years of being sick began to lose hope that anything would change was that I was confronted again with this creator God, the God that paints color into darkness, the God that speaks goodness into nothingness. And where my life had ended, one thing, ministry broken down. I mean, I couldn't play with my kids. I could do nothing that I could do before started to grow this desire for communing with God. And I started to move from doing all of these things with, for God and, and living this life as my primary function into just being and existing. A transformation happened. Instead of God painting colors in my actions and my world, he painted colors in my soul. I began writing poetry and was transformed. I began writing new songs and found a new language. And more importantly than all of that, discovered patience and love and kindness. I discovered a new temperament. And some have called this the art of practicing newness. This is resurrection. This is what God has been doing for a really long time. He is beginning new things all the time. The kingdom of heaven sown subversively into our suffering, flowers growing out of ashes, beautiful things being painted by God's word in the midst of personal or global or social or economic breakdown. God is the spirit of creativity and sometimes it takes a moment like this to be faced with the ashes of our life that had been or just a future of uncertainty to begin to accept that. And I wonder if this moment that we're in with COVID-19 and this as we're slowly trying to emerge from it is there's this uncertainty and you can look at it like death like the disciples looked at Jesus on the cross and say things are gone things will never be the same again or we can look into the garden of our soul into the garden of God's kingdom and see Christ dwelling there looking different to how we did six months ago inviting us into new places but this invitation into new beginnings is an invitation to the church to return to the creativity of God, not to rely on what we did before, not to go back to the old models or the old ways of understanding and thinking, 
Not that there was anything wrong with them, but they're just not what God is doing today. If the disciples had gone back to church pre-crucifixion, we wouldn't have had the wonder of this fast-growing community centered around sacrament and passion and prayer and love and commitment. I wonder if the invitation of God in this moment is an invitation to embrace completely new things, as scary and as uncertain as it feels. And the way that we go about that is to abide in Christ. The way we go about living in divine creativity is through divine communion, through abiding in the great artist, the original artist, the one in whose image we've made, whose image is creativity, Jesus Christ and our Father through the Holy Spirit. And I wonder if in this moment, as we start to reemerge into the world, the invitation is to practice a patient resurrection. That as God is already sowing new beginnings under the soil, we patiently allow him to bring newness into our souls, our church communities, our whanau, our friends, our family, our culture, our society, and our politics, no matter how long it takes, because the wait is worth it. We have a very well-known poet here in Aotearoa called James K. Baxter, and he was prolific. And in the New Zealand Book of Prayer, a song he wrote called Song of the Holy Spirit, which is a poem, is there. And I want to read it to you to close, I guess, as a recognition that the Holy Spirit is the divine creativity of God dwelling inside of us. And my question is, what if we became the source of shocking creativity again in the world, this church where people looked at us and they saw us dwelling in the spirit of life and creativity. And if that's to happen, it's going to come through the abiding of us in the Holy Spirit. The song is called The Song to the Holy Spirit by New Zealand poet James K. Baxter. Lord Holy Spirit, You blow like the wind in a thousand paddocks. Inside and outside the fences, you blow where you wish to blow. Lord Holy Spirit, you are the sun who shines on the gentle plant. You warm him gently. You give him life. You raise him up to become a tree with many leaves. Lord Holy Spirit, You are as the mother eagle with her young, holding them in peace under your feathers. On the highest mountain you have built your nest above the valley, above the storms of the world where no hunter ever comes. Lord Holy Spirit, you are the bright cloud in whom we hide, in whom we know already that the battle has been won. You bring us to our brother Jesus to rest our heads upon his shoulder. Lord Holy Spirit, you are the kind fire who does not cease to burn, consuming us with flames of love and peace, driving us out like sparks to set the world on fire. Lord Holy Spirit, In the love of friends, you are building a new house. Heaven is with us when you are with us. You are singing your song in the hearts of the poor. Guide us. Wound us. Heal us. Bring us to the Father. Amen.